Hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with Isla Delila over Zoom video. Isla, born and raised in New York. She's never lived anywhere else. She grew up in Manhattan, went to high school at an arts academy in Times Square, which is so fascinating. But she talked about how she got into music. She went to that art high school to be a classically trained vocalist. She talked about getting overwhelmed during her early high school years with just the amount of focus and training she had to put on singing that she was kind of rebellious and didn't work as hard as she should have at it. But around her senior year, she decided to start writing music. She had a friend that had a studio in his house in Brooklyn. So she went over there and started recording songs. Her song, On Your Mind, was the second song she had ever written. So she put that one out and it does really well. We talk about that. We talk about the major success of the song called Life Could Be Sweet the concept behind her music videos and all about her most recent song and music video for the song called Money. You can watch our interview with Isla on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It would be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be awesome if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Isla Delilah. Cool. Well, Isla, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you again for doing this. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. I'm so cool. excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. So this podcast is about you and uh, your journey in the music industry, and we'll talk about everything you have coming up in 2022 and the video you just put out for money. Awesome. I'm excited. Let's get um, into it. <laughs> amazing. I did read, are you, you're from New York? Were you born and raised in New York? Yeah. So I am born and raised in Manhattan, New York. I am still currently living here. I've never lived anywhere else. I feel like this is all I know. Um, <laughs> I love this city. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm originally from San Diego, so just south of LA. And uh, about a little over a year ago, my family and I, we moved to Nashville. So I'm south of Nashville now. That's awesome. I've always wanted to visit Nashville. I would it's love- amazing. Yeah. The pace of life is a lot slower, even from San Diego. So you'll be like, whoa, everyone <laughs> <laughs> like coming from New York and just like, like, you'll be like, okay, this is quite a, quite a change, but uh, I love it here. It's amazing. Yeah. The music over there is just so like the culture is so inspiring over there. Oh yeah. It's wild. So many people are in the music industry that like half my neighbors are like, Oh yeah, I do this or I work for this or it's just so crazy. I didn't realize how like ingrained it is into people in in the city. Like I would have never guessed. I was like, Oh, this is just a country town, but no, there's people from every genre are writing here and producers and everything. It's nuts. Wow. Wow. That, that sounds amazing. I would love to visit. I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what was it like growing up in Manhattan? That must have been, I mean, you could talk about freedom, right? I mean, you could get anywhere. Totally. Yeah. Um, I mean, growing up in Manhattan was amazing, especially as someone who just has such a love for music. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, 
yeah, I, I had a lot of freedom growing up here. You know, we took the subway at such a young age, going to school. Um, our parents gave us a lot of trust just because they had to. Um, but it definitely exposed me to a lot of things that inspire so much of who I am today. Um, yeah. And New York gave me a lot of opportunity. I went to a performing arts high school. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. So I loved growing up here. It's all I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. When did you get into music? Um, I got, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I got into music at a very young age. As soon as I could walk, I was quite performative. Um, Mm -hmm. and as soon as I could kind of pick up a melody or talk, I, I would put on performances for anyone who would listen, my family, my sister. Um, and, In middle school, I uh, picked up the guitar and started taking guitar lessons. And that's kind of when my writing began. Wow. That's uh, early. Yeah. Um, But so I loved it. um, And I would audition for school plays and do the talent shows or anywhere I could perform. I I would. And um, yeah, so that's where it's where it began. Began. That's amazing. I know I I did read that your sister is in uh, the entertainment industry as well. She's an actress, Uh, but are your, is your mom or dad or anyone else in your, like, where did that all stem from? Or was it just the two of you were creative and decided to take that route? Yeah. So it's really strange because neither of my parents are musically inclined or artistically inclined whatsoever. (laughs) That is interesting. Um, Yeah. But my parents do have a deep, love for the music that they do like Mm -hmm. my mom uh, grew up in germany and she loves techno and then my dad is from new york and he loves rock so they're always arguing about that and i think i do have interesting influences from both um so they're passionate about music they just don't um they've never been players or right (laughs) and then they're um at a very young age was also quite performative and had always wanted to act and um begged my mom to take her to auditions and my mom was quite supportive. And so, yeah. Um, okay. I didn't know if there was like, Oh yeah, my dad does this or her mom is in the industry, but that's crazy that both of you uh, took that path and are successful doing it. Well, that's thank amazing. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So the um, guitar was the first instrument you learned. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I learned the guitar and it kind of inspired writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I cake, I gave up on the guitar because uh, long nails became very trendy. Uh, well, what drew you to guitar originally? Um, I loved Nancy Sinatra always. Okay. I just thought she was so beautiful and just had the most gorgeous voice. And she always had her guitar and photo shoots and just looking super glamorous with her guitar. And I wanted to be glamorous too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so you got a guitar and just in middle school and decided to learn or learn to play it really and write and wrote with it. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So from the guitar, you said you gave it up. Long nails became a thing and yeah. couldn't push down the strings anymore. Yeah. Um, but then um, after middle school, I had auditioned to go to performing arts school. Okay. Uh, which was in Times Square and I was excited. So that was, you know, the best news ever. And then uh, I was classically trained uh, vocally for four years. Wow. Did you go? So you went there as a singer? Yeah, I was a vocal major. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 
So you obviously were singing prior to that before. Did you, have you been in lessons or choruses or choirs all the way up until that point? Cause you must've had some knowledge that you're good or you wouldn't have applied and got in obviously to, to the performing arts school. Yeah, I actually was in a choir that went by Brooklyn Youth Choir. And oh, I, really? Yeah. So um, I was singing there and then that inspired me to audition for the performing arts school. Okay. I interviewed um, Autumn Rowe and she also was in that. Did, I, maybe you didn't go around the same time, but uh, she was one of the writers on the uh, record that won album of the year at the Grammys this year. But I think she went through the same program there. Yeah, I mean, so many amazing artists uh, went to that. I, I met so many cool people there that I still speak to. Um, yeah, I loved that program. That's awesome. So you're doing chorus, you said chorus, or you're in that. I mean, that's super competitive, right? I mean, the, the that choir class or choir group, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, and do you audition for that? I would think you'd have to audition to even get into to that chorus or choir. Yeah, so there was a, an audition process for that choir and then also for my high school. I have done so many auditions in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I auditioned for nearly anything I could sing in. Okay, so you went yeah. from that into school. Um, and once you got into the performing arts high school, were you still writing music at all? Or was it mainly just trying to learn vocal and classically trained? I mean, classically trained vocal, that's pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah. So actually, when I got to high school, I started um, the vocal program was quite um, harsh and critical mm -hmm. uh, and um, just very vigorous. So I was, you know, I was a rebellious teenager. So I kind of lost my passion for music because I was just so annoyed by it. And mm -hmm. I began to cut classes and vocal would take up half of our curriculum of the day. So I would just not go to school. And I, yeah, I just grew this resentment towards music. Um, and I didn't want to sing the music. I didn't want to be a part of the choir. I didn't like my teachers. And then um, I was getting ready to go to college in my senior year. And I was like, there's, I need to start writing and singing again. So I had a friend who had a studio um, over in Brooklyn and uh, I began to record again. But in high school, I, I was so over the music. I was being pushed to uh, sing things I didn't want to. I had so many theory courses. Uh, I was just being rebellious and uh, I'm sure I would have appreciated it a lot more now. <laughs> was it more, it just kind of became more of like a chore than something you enjoyed doing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was a, you know, classical music, the, the whole community is quite uh, strict. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. I don't think I, I fit into that structure uh, when I was 15. Um, sure. I don't know if they uh, knew how to handle children i don't know right. um, no yeah you weren't singing it sounds like you weren't singing anything you wanted to sing either if it was classically trained you yeah, weren't getting I mean, to do fun songs were you yeah no i mean i think that now i appreciate it a lot because okay. um i was able to like the repertoire of music that i just know mm -hmm. from being in that program is quite amazing and i'm so thankful for that um 
I just wish I could have seen that when I was in high school. Well, it's like the people that quit <laughs> piano, right? They're like, oh, I wish I would have learned piano. Right? You should have quit at five or whatever. Um, but uh, that, that, going to school in Times Square, was that, that to me just seems like so foreign. Like showing that, the busyness, just everything that's going on in Times Square. And then you're like attending high school there. Was that like a trip in itself? Yeah. Um, it was quite quite hectic getting from the subway to school every morning. So many people. Um, I don't know. It was never that crazy to me though. Uh, my sister also went to the same school, so we would go together. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, I guess it's all, you know, right. If you grew yeah. up in Manhattan, it's probably not as big of a deal as if somebody that moved there from the middle of the country to like, okay, now I got to, to kind of navigate this, you know, big city, but yeah, that's just, to me, it blows my mind. Like people that go to school in the city, like I lived in San Francisco for a handful of years and I always just thought like, whoa, like it's crazy. Like the people the, that are going to elementary school and middle school and high school, like in a city setting, like to me, it was just so foreign. Yeah. So, I love San Francisco. It's so beautiful. <laughs> there. It's cool. But yeah, it's just, to me, I was like, whoa, like, I don't even understand Like, this is nuts, but um, I guess that's all you knew. So that was it. Uh, but from, from the school, you said you, your senior year, you went and you met this person and, or you knew this person and you went and started recording at a studio in Brooklyn. Was there something that shifted there or were you just like, oh man, it's my senior year. I need to kind of figure out what I'm going to do with this, with my life. Like what urged you or, or pushed you towards going back to writing and recording? Um, I just think that I was at a point in my life where I needed to choose what I was going to go to school for and what I really loved. And um, I really felt some, I felt it's corny, but I felt empty and I felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. And I, I just knew that I had to pick up music again and I had to start writing again. And um, my friend, uh, he had just a home studio in Brooklyn um, in his bedroom at his parents' house. And uh, yeah, the first song, or maybe it was the second song we recorded, I released. And um, in high school, I had gained a little bit of a Instagram following. Mm -hmm. So uh, I just decided to release it. And I, I got an overwhelming amount of support and have been releasing music ever since. Um, wow. Yeah. So I'm really happy that I went for it. <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. So, so you had, uh, you started to gain a bit of a following on, on Instagram. Was that, I'm always curious, was being, you know, in high school and around your peers and then having, you know, and, and a lot of people following you online, was that something that people were like envious of or jealous of you at all? Or did you not even feel that at all? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people at at the school I was going to were doing a lot of cool things. Like, you know, I might've had Instagram followers, but some people were also going and uh, doing shows on Broadway or, you know, leaving, not being able to come to class for a day because they were filming SVU or. Okay. So I think that, you know, maybe, but. I guess it's I a different aspect. I mean, it's different if, I guess, if everyone in the school is being creative, <laughs> but still, I always thought that was cool. Like if I was in high school and I had a, a certain amount of followers, I think people would just be like, oh, like hating on it. Or maybe if you went to a non-performing uh, arts school, it'd be different, but I, I have no idea. Or maybe I'm just crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, 
no I, I i can see that um yeah but i guess you didn't have to deal with it so who cares um so you put out the f- second song you recorded it does well and then obviously from there you're like okay i need to write more songs i need to release more songs like what did you do next yeah so from there i kind of just went to the studio like every week and uh recorded and wrote and recorded and not everything has made it out um to to the public but mm-hmm. um i we kind of just released whatever uh felt comfortable and um yeah i mean i've been doing that ever since um there's so much music that i have that i just feel like i can't release or i won't release just because i hate being super vulnerable i like to keep it a little bit poetic in my lyrics that i put out so it's not always super clear what i'm talking about um but uh, it was too a little too vulnerable you just you you didn't you don't think that it's just too much or like yeah tell me about that i'm just curious Mm -hmm. uh yeah maybe with uh age i will get more comfortable uh sharing some of the more uh vulnerable music um that i have but yeah i you know i uh i was uh just recording every week and then um whenever i felt ready i would put out a a new song and Mm -hmm. it kind of just uh built built from there um yeah so with uh the first you said the second song you wrote you released it was that prince in blue yes okay and did that come out in 2019 is this accurate information i'm looking at on spotify sometimes they burn me yeah so actually um that was wrong i actually put out a song (laughs) (laughs) okay uh, that before prince and blue and it was called on your mind and that one uh, came out before they screwed me up here see i told you spotify was is known to burn me that one they pointed out as that one came out after but anyway uh, okay so on your mind came out first was that still in 2019 i think so Okay. Um, I think so. And, uh, yeah. Um, and then Prince and blue, um, I was super excited to put out Prince and blue. And then, um, all, all my videos have always been done by friends. I've never really spent any money on visuals. Wow. Um, That's, that's, (laughs) that's cool. The new video is amazing for money. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. My really good friends film that, uh, they are, I love them. That's cool. So all the videos you've done was Prince and Blue the first video you ended up doing? I also had a video to On Your Mind. Okay. Um, Henry filmed that at his college. He was a few years older than me. Okay. Um, yeah. Henry so you've done has, a video for, for the, you do, you do a video for the song. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, we're, so you, you have, you're putting out songs, you're writing a bunch of songs, you've got them kind of releasing and then towards the end of 2019 and then 2020 happens. And then how does that affect your game plan or what you were doing musically? Um, do you mean pandemic wise? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So I was 19 and I had just ter- uh, started college when the pandemic started. So um, were you, go- sorry, real quick, not to cut you off, but were you going to college for music also or something totally unrelated? Yeah. So I go to, I'm still currently in school. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm in for arts and context. So I take a lot of writing courses and music courses. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, yeah. So school had transferred to online Mm -hmm. and I was actually 
selfishly a little bit excited about it because I had finally time to just sit and uh, work on music and write and um, sorry, the noise outside. Oh, good. But, um, <laughs> the New York ambiance. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I was really excited that I had some downtime to start writing and kind of envisioning what I, my plan was and what I saw for myself, but it was then hard to kind of get, uh, the plan into action just because people weren't, um, going to the studio, people weren't working. Um, so it was definitely slow, but I think creatively I grew a lot and I kind of was able to see, who I was as an artist and really build mm -hmm. off of that. Were you able to just write a lot at home and then what were able to, once the studios opened up, go and kind of have a bunch of ideas to lay songs down. Is that kind of what happened? Yeah, that is what happened. And it was super exciting um, to finally hear them come to life. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was the first one you ended up putting out after um, you were able to get back into a studio and record and release music? Mm -hmm. uh, the first song I put out was Burning Perception. Okay. Um, I wanted to put something out that was fun and dancey and kind of a little bit cathartic, I would say, mm -hmm. just to like let go after all the downtime. Um, but it was definitely something different for me because I am very used to uh, kind of slow tempo uh, music but mm -hmm. i had so much fun uh putting that out what about life could be sweet i mean that song has a ton of streams on spotify what, what do you, like what was special about that do you remember it going crazy on like a playlist or was it a viral moment on tiktok or anything like that like what what kind of uh put the the wheels behind that one do you remember yeah so maddie is a very good friend of mine from back in the day. She is also from here. She grew up uh, over the bridge, but went to high school in New York. And I always looked up to her because she was a few years older than me. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in high school, everyone thinks the older kids are the cool kids. Of course. Um, so uh, after high school, she we were talking and we'd seen that we were both doing music and we got really close and she was a few years older in um, college. So I was just getting advice from her and stuff like that. And so we got really, really close and um, we decided to collaborate and we wrote this fun song at her apartment and we were like, this is really fucking good. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can say it. Oh, sorry. No, uh, no, no, no need <laughs> to apologize. You can cuss. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Let's record this. And um, we got in the studio and we did the little harmonies that uh, it starts off with. And we were like mm -hmm. so excited and the producer was killing it. And uh, so we had the song, we were sitting on it for a while just because both of us were working on separate things. Um, and uh, we finally decided to release it after maybe like three months of sitting on it. And I'm so happy we did. It, it is such a great song. I think so many people connect to it. Mm -hmm. I think it is such a feel good song. It's so, it's just such a, I love that song, but um, it was definitely something different for me. I really enjoyed uh, collaborating with another female artist. Um, I hope that I collaborate with so many female artists in the future. I think it's like, 
always great work comes out of that, especially mm-hmm. if you guys understand each other and know who you are um, as an artist. Um, and then we did the video in LA. That was the first video that I really um, had real production into. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, I actually really, I didn't enjoy that. I, I prefer doing like more DIY. Um, I think that you don't, people think you need more than what you do to make things look pretty. And I don't know. I just no, really I, like. I, I agree. I totally yeah. agree. Cause it, it's amazing now. I mean, my iPhone can shoot in like just as good, you know, film as any hundred thousand dollar camera. I mean, minus lenses and all that other noise, but like in reality, you can make like cinematography, like high quality footage and, and, and video with just like a phone. And if you showed up to like a video shoot, you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. And you just have your iPhone. Like people would be like, uh, like who is this clown? But like in all reality, you don't really need all that anymore, do you? So true. Yeah. Some of my uh, favorite music videos are shot by my sister because she loves film uh-huh. and uh, she shoots them on her iPhone. And I think they're the best videos I have. I love them. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like you could legitimately shoot like a commercial or a full movie, like on your iPhone. And if you put it up next to anything else, it, you probably, unless you had a real good eye or like the, like you're using insane lenses or whatever, like, you could make it look identical. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. So when you were doing this big shoot, was it just too much? And like, you're like, okay, this could have been done faster or, you know, like what was it that you enjoyed more about the DIY aspect of doing your videos? I just think that having fun while shooting a video is super important. And um, I think, I, I like it to be personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think that I, I, I do like the aesthetic. I think that I like the aesthetic of things that are a little bit raw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I, I think that the video for life could be sweet was exactly what it needed to be. Um, it definitely drew um inspiration from you know maddie's uh brand and then my brand and kind of fit it in perfectly mm-hmm. uh but yeah for myself i just like a stripped back um beautiful visual and that's all i really need um i like the music to kind of just speak for itself mm-hmm. and i try not to take myself too seriously too you know um i think that I feel like sometimes if I take a video too seriously, I'm taking myself so seriously. And then, you know, even with uh, money, Mm -hmm. like as much of the, as the song is, um, you know, it's not a joke, but I would, I would hope that people don't take it too seriously. And I would hope that um, people get my kind of like humor within the lyrics. Right. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, there's kind of like, it's, it's got great, you know, really creative lyrics, but it's also kind of like, it's, you know, you're kind of taking a jab and like, it's, yeah, it's, there's like an underlying humor there, but it's not like, this is some joke song, I guess. You do like, it's a perfect yeah. way to execute. You've executed it perfectly. I'm not explaining it very well, but like, I, I knew you. what you were trying to do. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah, and like, but on the video in the beginning, it looks like it's going to be this very serious thing, right? I mean, it's like the church; it's got the stain, you know, the glass, and then show, like you're you're in it, like the cues and everything. But then there's like girls dancing, like it's just like it has two different sides to it. Like, tell me about that video. Yeah, so we knew that we wanted it to be some kind of performance based uh, video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had the idea of having my best friend, Sarah, and then my sister, Melina, be like backup singers or dancers mm-hmm. because uh, the song does heavily revolve around, you know, women and mm-hmm. what we want or whatever. And um, so we went to this uh, vacant church um, in, I think it was like Long Island City. And uh we didn't have much time because we didn't know when we'd get kicked out or anything. Oh, you didn't even so, like permit yeah. it. It was just like, we're just going to show up. No one's here. Let's do this. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, and awesome. then, uh, so we put on the wigs, we did the makeup, everything was underneath their clothes. We got out of it. I'm in the same dress, the entire video. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we went, we ran through it. I performed it a couple of times. Then, uh, it was done really quickly, like maybe within like two hours, maybe less. Wow. Um, yeah. And then my sister and her friend, my friend, uh, bodied the dance move. They were so on point. Um, I was so proud of them <laughs> and it was just really fun. And, um, not a lot of, you know, not, not so much. There was literally just the five of us and we got into it and that was that. And I think it turned out, I'm so happy with it. I think it's perfectly dramatic, perfectly mm-hmm. silly and perfectly beautiful. That's amazing that you're able to shoot it that fast. Cause it looks like a full on production. Like it would have taken like all day and Thank that you. You, you guys just went in there rogue style and then shot the whole video in a few hours. Like that's, I'm I'm shocked. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else are you? Because that just came out recently. But um, do you have other songs coming out? Like, would you have a bunch ready to go? Like, what do you have coming up for the rest of the year? Yeah. So I have a bunch of music. Uh, I'm kind of trying to line up uh, for the year. Um, I think that something that's super difficult right now is that. People are just so, uh, uh, people just want so much and expect uh, so much in the music industry today. And I try not to let that uh, rush me in anything, Mm -hmm. Um, but I certainly do have something planned for next month, hopefully. And uh, hopefully I can start announcing stuff soon. Um, But yeah, just a, a good, a good beachy, vibe is what i can say is uh but yeah hopefully i can uh i can keep uh putting out stuff that i'm really happy with without being rushed this year um awesome awesome yeah. and you just did a show right mercury uh mercury lounge in, in new york yeah that was my first official show ever um wow what was that like wow yeah um so so fun so liberating and beautiful and i just couldn't believe it i was so excited and it it really meant the world that i could perform there i had passed mercury lounge you know my whole life and i never mm-hmm. thought that i would be able to perform there 
Um, so that was just, it meant so much. Which is your live show similar to like the videos where do you have a lot of people on stage or is it just you up there um, performing? I had a pianist with me and he played guitar as well. Mm -hmm. um, he's actually a friend of mine that I met at open mics because I go to open mic nights sometimes. <laughs> oh, do you perform at open mic nights? Yeah. Just go watch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's super fun. So I met him there and he uh, is a fabulous performer. And I was like, you need to perform with me at Mercury Lounge. So he played the piano and guitar for some songs, but no, it wasn't a whole thing there. It was just him and I. That's um, cool. Yeah. How did you like doing like a whole set? Cause I, at an open mic night to what you get up and do a couple songs and then they switch to someone else or. They actually only the one that I go to only allows you to sing one song. Okay. So you sing one song. So now you have a whole set to put together and you have to do banter in between or like, what was that? hard for you to kind of do all that or just all came natural? Um, I was certainly nervous before, but once I was up there, it was, it was pretty natural and it felt really good. And, um, you know, I think for the first performance, it went really well. I was really happy with it. Um, and it felt good to see like all the familiar faces, like my friends that I hadn't seen in a long time. It felt very comforting. Um, I think it went really fabulously. I, I had a great time. Very cool. Well, you need to come play here in Nashville so I can see your performance. I would love to. That would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, thank you so much for, for doing this. I really, really appreciate thank you. it. Thank you I, so much. I do have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. I would say um, don't be embarrassed. I think that a lot of people don't um, don't go for their passions because they're too nervous of what others are going to think or, you know, people are intimidated by what might be. But if you just go for what you love, it will work out for you. Um, if you're passionate enough, I think... You should go for what you love. That's that's what I have to say to you. <laughs>